Welcome to Ditch the Classroom. This is your host, Ariana Vernier, and I'm so excited that you're here. I'm a teacher turned business coach who is so passionate about helping fellow mamas like you ditch the classroom and pursue your big, hairy, scary dreams. Imagine a life where you could still impact the world, but do so while following your passions and spending more time with your babies. In Ditch the Classroom, we'll explore ways you can do just that. Myself, guest experts, and amazing teachers who have also built a successful business will share tools, tips, and resources to help you ditch the classroom too. Are you ready? Here we go. This episode is sponsored by my signature program, Brand New Boss Babes. This program will give you the tools, templates, strategies, and ongoing support that you need to start your own freelancing business so you can work from home and spend more time with your babies. This program comes with eight modules, bite-sized action-oriented videos, workbooks, and continued support to help you through your digital classroom journey. Those who register between now and January 27th will receive an amazing $200 off of the program, as well as a few other exciting bonuses. To check out more details about the program and get registered, visit arianavernier.com slash babes all one word, no dashes, or click the link in the show notes. But make sure you act quickly because once cart closes, it will not be open again until the middle of the year. This program is what has allowed myself and the women that I serve to replace or start replacing their income. And I cannot wait to celebrate with you in taking this next step in your digital classroom journey. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Ditch the Classroom podcast. I have one of my favorite human beings on this episode today to do a guest expert training for us. We have Michaela McNatt. She's a business and spiritual mentor. She was my business coach and great friend. She's just such a light in this world. So her mission is to help women create more for their lives, businesses, and relationships. And we're just going to go ahead and dive in and see where this episode takes us. So welcome, Michaela. <laughs> Boom. Yes. Thank you so much for having me on. You are one of my favorite humans in the whole entire world. And I'm just so grateful to be here. Thank you. So can you kind of just start out this episode introducing yourself, what you're doing today, a little brief, like how you got here and all totally. Yes, I'll try to keep it short. If I if I get too rambly, just be like, girl, we got we got a time crunch here. <laughs> um, so my name is Michaela McNatt. As Ariana said, I'm a business and spiritual mentor. I do business coaching. I do spiritual mentorship. And, and really overall, I would say the work that I do is helping women come home to their truth and come home to their magic within, their power within, helping them remember that we came here to play and we came here to create beautiful, abundant lives. And um, I really guide women back home to that truth through deep subconscious healing, energy work, and uh, really leading an intuitive life and an intuitive business for, for the business women that I work with. That is what I do today. What else today? I live full-time in an RV. That was a, a newer adventure this year. About June-ish, May, June of this year, my partner Bryce and I said, you know what? The world is is not going to be opening up anytime soon, and we still want to get in some travels this year. What's the best, safest way to do it? Last minute, we're, we're really crazy reflecting back on this. It was, it was a very quick turnaround. <laughs> Last minute, we, we said, you know what? 
let's let's do it. And we got an RV. It has been the the best adventure yet. We lived in Colorado for a couple of years and and said, you know what, our lease was ending in July. Let's do it. So we've been traveling pretty much like Western side of the U.S. for the past couple of months and definitely some growing pains, but um, ultimately super fun and very rewarding. So that's been fun. That's kind of like you can get a little insight of my my crazy energy knowing that I did that. And how I got to where I am today, I actually started as a coach in the fitness industry, um, really high school and college. I, I was really deep into the world of CrossFit. And that was kind of my my first taste of being a coach. And I, at that point in time, didn't really know that in an online coaching industry even existed. I didn't even know like an online business was a thing at that point in time. And while I loved coaching, I just had no examples that it was an actual career that I could pursue. So um, in college, study finance, went and got a corporate job. That's actually what brought me to Colorado moving. Uh, I grew up and went to school in Florida and uh, thought climbing the corporate ladder was going to be the thing, moved my life across the country. I'll be honest, within a couple of weeks was like, what the heck have I done? <laughs> I'm really <laughs> grateful for the experience. And it, and it really was um, a, a super eye-opening experience. It was an amazing job. I worked with amazing people. And that was like my, my first taste of, I know like you and I, Ariana, have talked about this a lot, like that feeling of like, I just need to be grateful for what I have. Um, it was my first real-time experience of, I can be in in you know what looks like a, a picture perfect life, and I'm allowed to say that this is not lighting me up, and I am allowed to say I want something different. So, at that point in time, as universe, as the you know source energy, God does. I really started to uh, attract on Instagram and Facebook women who were doing this whole online business thing, and I'm like, what the heck is this? Mm-hmm. So kind of went down a rabbit hole, started to see that so many women were building really beautiful businesses online and uh, life coaching businesses, mindset businesses. And I was like, wow, this is exactly what I'm here to do. So long story short, hired my first coach right away to, to bring in some guidance and really give me the steps. Started as I thought would be an online fitness coach very quickly, honestly, within, you know, a a couple of Instagram posts realized that life coaching is what I really wanted to do and started signing my first couple of life coaching clients and uh, very organically was guided into the work that I do today, which was helping a, a lot of my, you know, first off life coaching clients who eventually said, you know what, I want to start a business too. Can you help me? At, at first I was like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'll, I'll tell you. <laughs> and um, it, it really started to, to work. And clearly Ariana is like crushing it. Dream client for me, dream soul sister for me. Aww. And I'm just super blessed to be able to help women like you create beautiful lives doing what they love every single day. So that's long story short to where I am today. All of my work, I will say, comes back to you know, those spiritual truths that um, we're beings of love. We came here to co-create. We came here to play. And and whether I'm, you know, doing more like inner work with somebody or if I'm doing business support with somebody, it all comes back to that same foundation of how can we believe in ourselves? How can we call in the most aligned and abundant reality through our essence and our energy alone? So I'm I'm blessed to be able to call this my work because it, it really is you know, the, the things that shifted so much for me in my life, I now have the privilege to just teach other people. So super grateful for, for that. 
awesome. Yeah, you are the one that inspired us to ditch our house and yes. start living, you know, as soon as we get an offer, we'll be full-time living in our RV and seeing you and yours. I was like, Oh, that's a lot cooler than I thought it was. Yeah. No idea that it was like a, a cool thing. Um, yeah. and like I said, definitely growing pains. I'm sure that, you know, the time you've spent in yours, it's, this is tiny. Um, mm-hmm. but it's been, it's so refreshing to realize like you don't need that much stuff. Uh, you really don't. I mean, my closet is like this big and it, it works and it, it just feels really refreshing. So I too, I had a friend that did it and I went to see it and I'm like, this is, this is kind of cool. Like <laughs> what, what are the options here? So I love that you guys did it too. You guys are going to have so much fun. Yeah, we're excited. I love how you said when people first started asking you to, you know, coach them on how to start their business, you're like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, but I can kind of help you. And something that you always said to me, and then I've like just taken with me is you only have to be one step, a couple steps ahead of someone to help them in their business or in their life in some way. And I felt like that is super powerful to remember. You don't have to be an expert in everything. You can learn as you go with the business or the person, whoever you're helping. And I just, I really appreciate you for sharing that with me. Yeah. I think that's really big. I think something that I've learned and like, I don't know if learned, I think maybe more like it's like crystallized a word. Like I've really made sense of in the past several months of, you know, I I've made a lot of shifts in my business. I've really been observing the industry as a whole. And I think one, there's like a lot of overcomplicating things. So exactly what we're saying, it's like, you, you do really need to be a few steps ahead. And I think there's, um, something important, um, to make clear with that in, you know, for the women listening who have maybe yet to start, there's a there's a line between coach, consultant, therapist, right? Um, one of my mentors once told me like a, a coach is going to, a life coach is going to be very future forward, focused on the actions ahead, focused on the systems that work. And then there's the therapist that's going to probably do a, a lot of the more like past traumas, things that have happened in the past that you're still holding a lot of anger around. Um, and then there becomes the the blurry lines. Here I am. I'm an NLP practitioner where I will go in and I will do a lot of that work, um, which we won't like talk about the specifics there. But I think for, for so many of us, and this was me, day one of my business, I had no credentials. I did not have certifications. I did not have, I had a finance degree, like nothing involved with what I did. I think it's that line between you, you are so allowed and it is a gift for somebody to have you in their life, helping them map out that future vision. Mm-hmm. Exactly what Ariana said. You, you've done it. You've taken the steps. You've done the actions. You're a couple steps ahead of somebody and you can simply guide them through their steps too, rather than maybe it took you a year. Could you help someone do it in a, a couple of weeks, a couple of months, right? If, if you could shorten that time frame for them, why, why wouldn't we, mm-hmm. right? Like, why wouldn't we uh, share that gift with the world? So I think I say like, own it. If you know that you've, uh, I heard you say fuck. So if you've kicked yeah. ass at something, um, then why why wouldn't we share it right we don't we don't need to have all the answers and that's the beauty of 
really um, kind of owning that, like I don't have to have all the answers. If you ever have a, a client or somebody you're working with and you're like, I do not know what I'm doing here, refer them out, you know, tell them to go hire somebody else who can help them uh, in that one area, right? Like we, we never need to have all the answers. And I think that's like, for me, that's what I needed from day one because I thought I had to have all the answers. Um, and you really don't. You just exactly what I said, couple steps ahead, stay in, um, stay in your scope, right? Like stay in your lane of what you were feeling confident to help somebody through. And if there's ever anything beyond that with all the love, you can say, Hey, I think a, a therapist would be a really good addition to the work that we're doing together. Right. It doesn't have to be complicated. That doesn't mean you're any less than if anything, that's going to have them uh, trust you more. Mm-hmm. The fact that you're willing to say, Hey, this is what you need. So um, super, I'm glad that you brought that up. Cause that, that's a huge piece that I think gets so many women stuck early on in their biz. Yeah. And so my audience is mainly is teachers who wanted to choose yeah. classroom. And if they're, if you're offering more like service-based, like um, virtual assistant or website designer, whatever type work, if you don't know how to do something that your client's asking you to do, I always say like Google is your best friend. You, you yes. can figure it out. And most clients are okay with you saying, I don't know, but I can try to figure it out for you. And if I can't, then I can refer you to. Yes, that is like the number one characteristic that I was seeking. Um, I recently brought on my first full-time team member and that was like the, the biggest thing. I, I wanted somebody that I could like vibe with and like go get cocktails with. Like I wanted somebody that loved my mission that would like, go all in on the mission dreams about it as much as I do. Right. Like I wanted that. Um, of course I, I would, I was seeking somebody with skills and with some, some experience, but the amount of things that I've thrown out this woman that I'm like, I don't know how to do it. I don't know if you know how to do it, but figure it out. The attitude of that right there, I'll figure it out. It's like that knowing Daph's going to figure it out. Like, I don't, I don't care if she doesn't know how to do it today. Um, it's that mindset of, I'm smart. I've got Google. I've got YouTube. I'm going to figure it out. And she doesn't have to think about it. And I got this. I would much rather work with somebody that I love that maybe takes a a little bit longer to do it the first time Mm -hmm. than uh, somebody who is like a robot and can like knock shit out at rapid speed. That is like very awkward. And like, I'm uncomfortable to talk to. Yeah. So that's, you do not have to know all the things and exactly what you said, Ariana, like Google. Yep. It's got it all. Yep. It has everything. So we're kind of switching gears a little bit, kind of into the meat of what this episode is about. And it's your beliefs around money, something that Michaela is super awesome at just helping you work through. She has, you've just been so helpful with me in my journey and my like limiting beliefs around thinking that you know, I, there's not enough money to go around and all of these things. So I kind of wanted to unpack this today for everybody and help walk them through that. So I guess my first question for you is, what are some of the biggest beliefs that you hear people tell themselves about money? Yeah. So I think in, for those um, listening in, like kind of do a gut check um, when I am saying some of these things, just like notice how it feels in your body. Like maybe on the surface, the belief of money doesn't grow on trees. You're like, oh, like I don't have that one. Uh, well, tap in, honestly, like feel in for a moment. 
do I truly believe money doesn't grow on trees? Because I would choose the belief like, yes, it does because it's, it's paper, right? Like if we really want to look at the, the actual example, the, the, the reality behind that statement, we could look at that and be like, that's actually not true. Right. So that's a, a, a very common, like money doesn't grow on trees. There's not enough to go around, especially in the online space. I know so many of us, we join one Facebook group with 40,000 people and we're like, oh my gosh, like there is, you know, not enough opportunities, right? There's, there's not enough people who need me. That all kind of comes back to money. When we're in the bubble, we start to feel like there's so many people that do what I do. How will people need me when go walk on the street, tell someone you're a virtual assistant and they're going to be like, what is that? Huh? Like, I have no idea what that is a coach. What? So there's not enough to go around. I'm going to say this one, it holds a lot of charge, but I think uh, often it's like a generational belief. Like money is the root of all evil, more money, more problems, you know, more to deal with, more to manage, more to, more to take care of. If I make it, I lose it. Right. For many who have, you know, perhaps watched their parents or their guardians make a lot of money, lose a lot of money. They have that, you know, deeply embedded within them that uh, if I make a lot of money, it's just going to go away. For those who have maybe not been the best with their spending habits in the past, you know, I'm, I'm scared to make it because what if I just lose it right again? That's what I always do. What's the point? Definitely the beliefs around not enough to go around. One was coming through as well. Is anything, like I'm trying to think within myself, were there any that I'm missing, Ariana, like that you had once upon a time? I think one that was really prevalent for me was just, you kind of already said it, but um, that money can cause conflict. Yes. I remember just being a kid and just witnessing a lot of fights between my parents or just other adults it was always really centered around money. So totally money as a good thing when you were always witnessing arguments about it. Yes. And then some things like on that, I got, you know, this other download that came through with um, the, the dynamic of money in your household could be a, like a subconscious pattern that you were living out yourself. Something that I became aware of in my own journey. My mom was a stay at home mom growing up and my dad, we had a family business and, looking back, I can see, you know, her role was so important. And that subconscious belief that like dad makes the money, she'll kill me if she heard this. I I love you, mommy. (laughs) That's not what I mean. We're we're talking about, you know, that that uh, dynamic. And I had this interesting subconscious pattern that I was afraid to make more than my partner, like deep. I didn't think that on the surface, on the surface, I was like, no, I want to make all the money. Like, I want to see all the success in my business and some work that I did with a coach of mine. We really got to the the core of like, what will happen if I make more than my partner? I didn't like that because then he's no longer, I, I often tied like money to security. So that's something maybe on a surface level, a lot of women aren't you know, aware of, but that can be a very deep uh, fear of, you know, what if you go start your business? What if you start to surpass your your salary? What if you surpass your, your partner's salary? Or, you know, even vice versa, if the dynamic was different of perhaps if mom was the one making all the money, well, maybe there's this like deep pressure to perform at a certain level, right? There's so many different things. So I know this isn't like a, you know, 
flat belief that you might have, what I would invite you to explore here is notice, you know, reflect back childhood. What was the dynamic of money between your parents? Who made more? Was that okay? Was there argument? Was there anger? Was there fights? Whatever it was, just notice. And um, that can be a, something really powerful to explore that you might potentially be living out consciously or unconsciously uh, in your adulthood. So that's a big one. I would say. Yeah, I do agree with you that sometimes these beliefs like sit below the surface and you don't necessarily think about it all the time, but it's kind of under some layers. And if you unpack those layers, they can kind of come out. Yeah, uh, totally. So what tips do you have for kind of reframing your beliefs around money? Okay, cool. I was hoping you were going to ask that because what you just said, I like I want to kind of dig in there. I think um, the a very simple way to begin to explore the maybe unresourceful beliefs or disempowering beliefs that you have about money is to, I call it your emotional guidance system. And this is from Abraham Hicks. This is not like a unique thought of mine, but I, I love it. And I think it's such a simple way to address really like disempowering beliefs in anything. It's a really powerful practice to begin to add in throughout your day like this is how this is like my my guiding like true north like this is how I make decisions this is how I will explore if there's something there it's called your emotional guidance system and it's, it's that right there our emotions as our greatest guide so here we are talking about money here we are talking about Let's give you like an example here. The idea of making twice as much as you make in your your salary right now. So go ahead, envision that. You're making twice as much as you make as a teacher working half the amount of time. I'm like over here grinning for you. <laughs> However, too. notice how that feels in your body right now. Does that feel immediately expansive? Does that feel immediately like Ariana and I have done a lot of work? So we're like grinning like, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> this sounds so nice. However, I know you and I both from day one in our business, when we thought about the dreamy business, we probably immediately felt tightness in our chest or like a lump in our stomach. So maybe the initial was like, oh, yes, oh, but wait, can that actually happen for me? Right? So it was like this constricting, this tightening up in the body. So that to me, if you felt that signals, there's there's definitely something there to explore. If the immediate emotions around something are feeling bad, sure, that that vision is really nice. So I don't think you're having those those feelings of anxiousness around the vision. You're having those feelings of anxiousness because there's something deeper that we've yet to look at. And perhaps the the something deeper, that belief beyond the surface could be that's not possible for me. Could be if I make more money than my man, he's not going to be happy. Could be I'm going to have to work harder to make more. And I don't want to do that because I have babies, right? Yeah. It could be a whole lot of things, but that's that's the thing to start with when we're having this conversation around money. Does money light you up or does money make you feel super anxious, right? Looking at your bank account, how does that make you feel? Is it making you feel super, you know, uh, tight, anxiety, stressed? Or is it, oh my gosh, heck yeah, this feels good. This looks fun. I can't wait to, you know, budget for the next month, right? Like just notice the emotions that are swirling around. That's going to be your biggest insight, like that kind of 
opening of the door to what's really behind the scenes. I know that's not necessarily going to fix anything right now, but we first have to see it to heal it. I always say that. So like you're opening the door after you tap into your emotions around it. Notice how you feel. That's opening the door to what's behind the surface. So once you're there, you can really get to, or you can really begin to get curious. And anytime we do like inner work, we call it the work. Anytime we do mindset work, limiting belief work, maybe those phrases, you know, feel more uh, comfortable. We always, always, always want to invite in a ton of love. This is an, a no judgment zone. This is a, a no hate zone. We are getting curious. We are getting explorative. I really want like call upon all the love within yourself, call upon all the love within the universe to do this. Because I, I know, at least for me, when I, you know, early on, had so much resistance to even going there to explore my limitations and my unresourceful beliefs, because there's so much shame that I had them. Mm-hmm. This is a, a judge-free zone. We're going there so we can lovingly release them. And we're not going to release them in a very masculine hate driven way i think there's like so in the personal development field there's like so much hate against like the ego and like it's just this little gremlin on your back like whoa whoa these beliefs were uh adopted before age seven eight years old you were a little child watching these these behaviors from your parents from tv from society would we be mean to a seven-year-old no, like they're a little baby. We're going to be really loving and kind and compassionate. So that's what we want to bring in, you know, to ourselves as well. So you open the door, you begin to explore as if you were speaking to a, a little girl, your younger self, the inner child, right? You begin to, you know, lovingly ask her what, what beliefs, what, what thoughts do you have around money? Do you think money's bad? Okay. Why do you feel that way? Okay, why do you feel that way? Okay, you think there's, uh, it's going to run out. Okay, why do you think that? It's genuine curiosity, genuine um, like exploration of the beliefs that you have around money. And you'll begin to see as you go, you know, why do you feel that way? Huh, where did you learn that from? Okay, is this really true? You get to that, you know, core question. Uh, For those who want more structure to this, look into Byron Katie, B-Y-R-O-N, Katie with a K. Um, There's a series of questions that you can ask yourself. I'm kind of just throwing a, a lot of different questions at you right now. But if you want like actual structure, you can look into that. But the core that you get to is, is this actually true? Mm-hmm. And when you get there, not, you know, from, you don't want to ask that question at first you don't want to meet um money money's the root of all evil you don't want to meet that directly with is that true because that's very like aggressive that's very um judgment we want to we want to pick we want to like lovingly peel the layers back right so once you explore where you learn that from oh mom used to say this oh dad used to get mad at mom when this would happen whatever it is uh you get to that core root that is it actually true? And you begin to notice, hmm, maybe it's not. Maybe I was embodying that truth from somebody else. Maybe it, maybe that's their truth, but I don't think that's mine. I don't think that's actually, you know, come from within me. I think that I've just been wearing this from somebody else because I was told this my whole entire life or I was shown this my whole entire life or I was scared 
that if I did, you know, choose something else that it would be bad, right? That idea like money causes more problems. I saw my parents making, you know, so much money. And with that, they got into so many fights. So I was like, I, I made that correlation, right? More money, more anger. Okay. Well, is that actually true? No. Because with more money can come more experiences, can come more impact, can I can donate to causes that, you know, I care about. I can build generational wealth for my future children, right? We begin to pull in the evidence of the contrary. We, we begin to really tap into your truth with this. Maybe someone else's truth was that it was bad, but is that the ultimate truth? Is that the truth, the absolute truth for everybody? Hmm. It's actually not. So can I try on a truth that, feels much better, that feels uh, much more expansive, that feels much more empowering, right? Then you can get to, you know, get curious and begin to lovingly release the beliefs that uh, are no longer feeling really good. And this is all what we call like reframing. So if it's really hard for you to release some of these things, that's where bringing in an expert can really help you. Mm -hmm. Um, But sometimes, most times, a lot of these money stories can be released simply through this process of reframing and this process of like, um, like stepping outside of your own box and realizing like, oh, wow, there are these, you know, infinite amount of other choices I can make here that would feel really good. And, and that alone can sometimes like burst that bubble. So that is what a long way around saying, like what I would guide you guys into to explore. Something that you had me do that I found really powerful was journaling it out, like journaling your beliefs, like writing down that thing that you believe about money and then breaking down while why do I think this is true? What made me believe that? But then putting examples to show the opposite. So if you Mm. money is limited, what examples can you bring up in your life that shows that it's not? Yes. I found that totally helpful. Yeah. I was going to just pull up. I've got my iPad right here. Okay. The four questions. So grab a journal. First question is, is it true? Can you absolutely know it's true? That's question number two. So absolutely meaning like true for everybody. Question number three, how do you react? What happens when you believe that thought? So noticing like "Eh, when I feel this way, I feel kind of shitty. And then number four, who would you be without that thought? And that's where you can exactly what Ariana is saying, begin to explore the other beliefs, opportunities, choices, outcomes without that thought, you're probably going to be creating a a much more expansive and abundant life without that thought. And that's the opportunity to then begin to uh, dream that out a little bit. And then I, I kind of like, let's add our own question in there of the evidence to the contrary, really beginning to show your unconscious mind, show that inner child with love, hey, Look at all of these people who are doing it a little different. Look at all of these things that could happen to you if we release that. So powerful. Guys, like this right here, life-changing. I just want you to all know like this life-changing stuff right here. So take some notes and, and really embark upon that. Yeah, definitely. You recommended some really good resources to me when I was first like diving into my beliefs around money. Do you have any like books? any kind of resources that you would recommend for anybody to dive into? Totally. So this right here, the Byron Katie, look into that. That's huge. Um, I'm the the first one that comes to my mind always is the book Creating Money. It's definitely um, very mystical. However, the content 
is the content is so good. It is like the truth around the energetics of money. Because once we begin to deconstruct the unresourceful patterns and beliefs around money, you can really begin to then step into the what we call like the energetics of money and the knowing that money really is just energy. When we think of, you know, how did people exchange goods before paper money existed, they just traded things, right? They traded like a cow for a pig. I don't know, but they traded things, right? They traded something for something else because that thing represented some said value. So it was this exchange of energy. It was this exchange of value. Now, just in you know the current times we live in, it's, we could say easier rather than having a like tote around your, you know, farm, Like that's impossible, right? We can now just trade something called money. It's easy to, you know, keep in your pocket, right? Um, I know it's much more complex than that, but just like very simple terms, we really start to see it's just this exchange of value. It's just this exchange of energy. And that book, Creating Money, was so, so, so huge for deconstructing that. And then another one too, that maybe now that I'm saying it, read first is you are a badass at creating money, at creating money, making money, making uh, Jen, making money, Jen Sincero. Yeah. Uh, so good. So funny. I, I w- that was one of my first, it might've been my very first book around money mindset. That was mine too. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like rocked your world. Yeah really good stuff and also very entertaining and very much like meets you where you're at. Because I think some sometimes when we go like too far into energetics of money, law of attraction, super like woo woo stuff, when we come, when we're holding on to beliefs, like money doesn't grow in trees, there's not enough to go around. That's just like too far out there and you immediately meet resistance whereas jen's book is just it's really funny it's really light um and can really um it meets you exactly where you're at where you're like oh yeah she gets me rather than some like mystical woo-woo person being like just think about what you want and it's like that for me it's funny i'm that person now but like you know a couple years ago i was like don't be coming at me with that shit like (laughs) i i feel broke right now so someone needs to help me right like i i needed some of that real talk so jen's book really really good for that my husband let listen to her audiobook i told him he had to read it and he's like well i'm not gonna sit down and actually read this book so he got the audiobook and she's actually the one who reads it in the audiobook and he said oh cool yeah so yeah, Bryce read it too. Um, Bryce is my partner. He he read it too around the same time. And we both, like, I, I feel like it helped us so much in just shifting out of beliefs that we just didn't even know we were holding on to. So that's a, a those two books. Uh, and then the the work from Byron Katie, huge. That's where I would I would give your listeners to start. Perfect. So A lot of my listeners, you know, they're wanting to ditch the classroom. They're not necessarily feeling super fulfilled anymore, want to kind of restructure their life to be something they enjoy more. What's kind of one tangible step that you can think of to help them start living their dream life now rather than waiting for it to happen? Mm, Yeah, I actually just before this I recorded a podcast on my own podcast and a big point I talked about was life is so short. So this is like exactly what we're talking about here. 
I got all sappy. I won't get too sappy with you guys here, but it, it really is inviting. I know we hear it. We hear it. We hear it. We hear it all the time. Life's so short. Life's so short. Don't, you know, waste another day. Live every day like it's your last. I really want everybody to just tap into that for a moment. Truly tap into the fact if today were your last day, would you be happy with the actions that you've made, the choices that you've made, the life that you've been creating? And would you be happy if you knew that today you you took a step? Me, sure, things don't happen overnight. Entrepreneurship, businesses made, successful businesses do not happen overnight. It takes time. But can we be, we have goals, right? We've got visions. It's not going to happen, you know, instantly. But I know personally that I can be happy if today were my last day, knowing that I am doing everything I possibly can to make it happen. I know that every single day I'm I'm making, you know, even if it's one step forward. So for there's a there's a couple of different things from a tangible point of view. For those listening, you're listening for a reason. Perhaps you've yet to admit that you're not happy. Perhaps you've yet to even, you know, speak out loud. I'm not loving my career. I feel guilty for not loving my career. I feel, you know, bad. I've spent so much money on school. I've spent, you know, so much time and energy and years for this career that I'm in. And now I'm not happy. And you've, you've yet to even admit that to yourself. That, my friend, is the, the first tangible step that I would invite you in to take today, listening to this. Admitting to yourself, giving yourself the permission to not be in love with your life, to not be in love with your career. You were allowed, like I was, you know, sharing with my own story, I did give myself that permission. Like we are allowed to want more for ourselves. We are allowed to be grateful for the career that, you know, puts food on the table and still want something else. We are allowed to do that. So that is, you know, the first thing that I would invite you in if you're kind of in that step, like you've yet to even admit it. That's tangible step number one, admit it. Give yourself permission to admit it. Tangible step number two that you can take next. And then for those in, you know, you've already admitted it. You're already like, yeah, fuck this shit. I'm over it. I'm not loving this. I would then say, I know for me at one point and many who are like, okay, I know I'm not happy. I know I want to do my own thing in the online world, but what? Right? I would then tap into, so my definition of finding your purpose is really uh, following what you're curious about, following the curiosity. So I want you to invite in like that childlike play, that childlike essence of, you know, what did I, what did I really love to do when I was little? What, it, what really lights me up on the weekends? When I have free time, what do I like to do? When I have, you know, a, an extra couple minutes, what do I like to explore? Who do I like on, you know, in the online world? We all have got Instagram, even if, even if we've yet to, you know, start the business online, we've all got Instagram, we've all got Facebook. Whose life are you like, damn, that's really cool. Begin to get curious with, the things that you're curious about. Begin to explore the things that um, you're really kind of like excited about to learn more about, whether that is graphic design or whether that is a blog or whether that is um, how to make 
uh, at home Starbucks coffee. I don't know why that came into mind, but like there's so many TikToks about that. That's the thing here. Um, I saw a post from Lindsay Mango. She's she's an awesome one. She's another business and life coach out there. And she was like, I know coaches who are pet coaches, relationship coaches. Like she listed off all these like random things. And it's like, just goes to show people are making money. People are seeing success. I had a client who coached a client on um, selling like durable houses. Literal durable houses, guys, on Etsy and made a lot of money. Um, This is the point. Like, so often we think, like, pleasure and work, like, have to be uh, separate. And what's so fun about, you know, the new age that we're stepping into and uh, the the gifts, you know, like the, the blessings that we have in, you know, 2020, stepping into 2021, like we can make money doing so many different things. Uh, if you love exactly, I know we've got many VAs listening in, like you get joy out of supporting someone else. That's freaking amazing. Like we need you, we need you. Like the visionaries need your support. Begin to get playful with what is lighting you up. Begin to get curious and begin to seek out examples of people doing it. For some, you might not be able to find that example yet, and that's okay. Perhaps you're going to be the first one to do it. Perhaps you're going to be the innovator, right? And that is amazing. Like, we need you. Find other innovators, right? Find other people who were the first. So you can begin to pull in that evidence of like, okay, wow, like other people are doing it. Other people are making money. Other people are figuring it out. So can I. And then I I got an email from you this morning, Ariana. Like I think it was a, a podcast. Like if it the vision is for you, it what? How did you say it? Is beautiful. If the vision is in you. It's for you. Exactly. This biggest piece in all of this trust that. And even right now, if the vision is not working, you know, at the job, trust that that vision was placed on you because it's for you. Maybe you have the vision of the gerbil houses. Trust. <laughs> That the, if the vision is, you know, on your heart, it is for you. That's really where we get to invite in this faith component and this divine component that, you know, there, there is a, a piece of us that is connected to something greater than these, you know, physical meat suits, right? Like we, we did not come here just to do the same thing over and over and over again, if, if that's what you want. Awesome. But many of us, we did not come here to just do the nine to five, do the same grind, barely get by, barely make enough money, continue to be, you know, eaten away with our student loans. Like we did not come here to live a very like meh life. We came here to live a very extraordinary life, a very, um, a life filled with many experiences, rich experiences, adventures, new experiences, right? Like we did not, uh, we did not choose if, if you're unhappy, like, I don't, I don't believe the divine wants that for us. Like, do, do the big guy upstairs a favor, everyone, like the, the divine God, universe, energy, whatever word you connect with, like they don't, they don't want us to suffer. They want us to really thrive. And I think that's the piece, like trust in that. It's okay if you felt, you know, in the meh mode for a lot here and now decide like, that's not what I came here to do. Like I came here to really thrive and, and own that truth, invite that truth in and use that as your true North. Those are, um, I know that last step got very fluffy, but hopefully the the first three pieces of that were very tangible. So it's admitting ownership of how you really feel, following the curiosity and then beginning to seek out evidence that that is possible for you. Yeah. And one thing I keep bringing up all these things that you've taught me. Something else that you taught me is 
to pick some area of your life that you're envisioning it can happen, what you want to happen in your dream life. Where can you have that happen now? Yeah. To show that you're all like, show yourself you're already living your dream life now and you can work towards it more. So one example, if you like just envision yourself working at a really cute coffee shop for a couple hours, drinking your favorite coffee, like go do that on a Saturday morning. Yes. Go, go work on your laptop for a couple hours on a Saturday morning and just start bringing in those little elements to make your life the dream life that you want, even if it, if you don't necessarily have the business yet or all the other pieces, where can you find those little moments? Exactly. Totally. That's a really awesome, tangible step. It's like the the embodiment of that essence today. So often we think, um, I can talk about this all day. I'll, I'll keep this one short. So often we think like when I get the business, when I get the first client, when I get the first, you know, 5K month, whatever it is, then I will be happy. Then I can relax. Then I will be, you know, in that high vibe essence that I want to be in. We've got it backwards. We must feel those things today. We must feel that high vibe essence today. We must feel that happiness today. We must feel that peace today. And I'm not saying we're going to feel that 24-7 when we're at a job that we really don't want to be at. Like, I get it. Um, I was there many months of building a business, going to a job that I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to like jump off a bridge. Um, I know that's hard. So where could exactly what Ariana said, where can we plug in the pockets of that essence? For me, it was rough, but it was waking up at 445 to get my workout in so that I could have at least 20 minutes of meditation and card pulling and like really having that, uh, you know, luxury morning routine in just 20 minutes. Now that gets to be 90 minutes. But at that point in time, it was 20 minutes of me with me dropping in to my space right? Where can you, the coffee shop or whether it's, um, I'm trying to think of like some other things like a dance party in the mornings or like what fun things can you begin to plop throughout your day? I love phone triggers, like a reminder that goes off a couple times a week at, you know, 11, 11, reminding you like gratitude, presence, you got this, like things that you can begin to you know, just drop throughout the day to bring it back. Okay. Yes, I'm here. I'm doing it. I got this. You don't have to have it on 24-7, but how can you invite in some of that essence now? Huge. Yep. yep. I love that. So you've, you've shared so many amazing nuggets with us, and I'm so, so grateful for you being here. Um, we do have to wrap up because I do have to have a client meeting in a couple minutes. Um, but I just wanted you to share your resources because I know you have some super cool resources for everybody. So can you kind of tell us what those are? Totally. So definitely hang out on Instagram all the time at Michaela McNatt. I've got a podcast too, the Magnify More podcast. I'm sure we'll like link some of this stuff in yeah, the show I'm notes. Thinking. Awesome. And then what else? I've got a free Facebook community where I give tons of free trainings, free nuggets of wisdom. I will say that's definitely more for like the the coach, uh, coach consultant. So for those of you who are maybe, you know, exploring that realm, would love to have you over there. And then daily dose of inspiration, motivation. And I'm that shouldn't say daily dose. Actually, just yesterday, we are going to shift this to divinely timed. So we're going to bring in a little bit of magic, a little bit of mysticism. Um, if you would like divinely timed text messages sent to you with motivation, inspiration, messages of positivity, you can text magic to the phone number listed in the description as well. So would uh, love to drop in with you there. 
And I, I think that's, those are all my places. Would love to connect with you all there. You're amazing, Ariana. Thank you so much for having me on. It was a gift. I just love you so much. You are welcome anytime. I appreciate you. And to everybody listening, thank you guys for tuning in. And I'll see you on next week's episode. See ya. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. Before you go, make sure you take a minute to subscribe to the show, leave a rating and review, and check out the show notes for a free gift to help you ditch the classroom. If you loved today's episode, can you help me share the message by taking a screenshot, tagging me on Instagram at ariana.vernier, and sharing it with your friends so we can help more mamas ditch the classroom and follow their dreams. Until next week, y'all, keep following the dreams that were placed in your heart so you too can ditch the classroom.